streaming out here. We have the Buffessor here, who's also streaming with us. And we have Chef Dizzy from Junkyard Dogs. Hey, how's it going? And we have Slaterade here. Hey. All right, all right, all right. So great, great lineup here today. I'm super pumped to see the dogs uh, show up today. We're going to get this shared out. And there is a giveaway that I'm going to talk about here in a minute. But what I want to do while people file in is Chef Dizzy, let's hear uh, just the story behind how you guys got started, how Junkyard Dogs came to be. All right, uh, that's a great question. Uh, and honestly, it's one I get asked often. So I, I feel like I've gotten pretty good at telling the story. So gather around, children. Uh, <laughs> long ago, in the in the great before time, in like February, March, when things were, at least for me, NFTs were just kind of entering my radar uh, beginning of February, okay? Uh, I saw Top Shots. I'm looking at NFTs like, what is this? I need to know more about this. This is clearly the next boom. You know, they've been around actually for a while, I realized, right? Like like being in this space, but I got no idea. So I find, uh, actually it was Vivi, Vivi Collectibles at the time. You know, they were the only people doing licensed collectibles. I know that there's some controversy about whether they're on-chain, off-chain. I don't even want to talk about it. But uh, I was hyper-focused on Vivi and when the Discord and VV opened up, um, I basically we were looking for notables, people who were really uh, applying themselves, their brain, you know, be them a whale or a thinker or a, a big trader or something like that. And we created this private Discord of friends, you know, uh, who were centered around the VV platform. And these are the people like who I ended up talking with every day for hours and hours and hours. You know, we're coming from a post-pandemic society. And I think everybody is kind of craving a little bit of communication, a little bit of interaction. And <clears throat> entering the NFT world, I found community, right? Everybody's talking about community, but I, I know I, I experienced that and it, it was awesome. And so I remember when Board Apes came out, I, I turned my nose at it. It's one of the biggest mistakes I ever made, but I looked at this. I'm like, what is this? You know, my friend said, hey, you should buy these. Didn't really, uh, didn't really get it. Uh, and then the next animal avatar profile picture came out. I said, oh, this is just a derivative. Also, didn't it wasn't into that. Uh, but they kept coming out. They kept being successful. And I started to understand and realize that, you know, this is kind of a phenomenon going on. It's not, it's not just about the art. It's about the club. It's about the community and all the utility that you can put behind the token. And, and at this point, you know, our group was we were talking about how we could make our own NFT. You know what I mean? Like, what could we do? What could we bring to the table? And uh, it was our founder, Junkyard Sloth, AKA International Sloth. Uh, he was the one who really came forward with the galvanizing ideas of like, all right guys, like this is the animal. He's the one who started drawing up sketches, uh, you know, trying to- If you don't to, get what NFTs are. If you listen, that? you'll understand. Oh. Oh, I'm speaking to my audience, my bad. Oh, no, no, you're good, you're good. Uh, yeah, so he's the one who, who brought forth the drawings, and um, originally it was goats, and they were kind of they were kind of cool, but it, we didn't it didn't really catch a bunch of traction. And he's going back to the drawing board, and he comes to the table with the ugliest Frenchie drawing I've ever seen in my life. Okay, <laughs> but the outline, the outline of like the JYD, you'll see the JYD Frenchie with like the ears and the head shape and everything. It was all there. It was all there, and from there. Uh, we started looking for, you know, an artist, and 
uh, we, well, he had been looking for an artist the whole time, and at some point, Sloth had reached out to his friend in Colombia, uh, who had also been, you know, kind of on the peripheries doing NFT uh, artwork, and, you know, we we targeted him, we said, hey, man, your style is amazing, uh, please, you know, be, come, come work with us, be our artist, and, you know, he really loved the concept, he really loved what we were doing, and, you know, uh, as he was Sloth's old, old friend, acquaintance, or whatever, uh, you know, there was already that connection there. And so we kind of jumped off as a, as a team and we started off, you know, fairly large, uh, hitting the ground running. I, I think, um, yeah, one of the differences with the JYD team to a lot of other small projects is even though we are, you know, kind of ad hoc uh, friends who have met over the internet, we did start with kind of a larger team than a lot of projects do. And so uh, you had Sloth who was kind of running the macro uh, you know, making sure all of the different areas and departments were doing what was necessary. Of course, my role, uh, I've always been the spokesperson. I did a lot of clubhouses, a lot of uh, Discord lives, um, you know, always being in the Discord. I'm a friendly face. You know, I, I, I love community. This is this is what I'm all about. So I, I fall naturally into that role. Um, we have Deannis32, who, uh, amongst being a, a crypto genius and really understanding tokenomics in the space, uh, he's also our resident funny man. And I have to say the first part first because I don't want him to get uh, typecasted as like as like the funny guy, you know, because <laughs> he's got he's a very deep person as well, you know. But he, he came out with all the memes. He came out with all the funny content, you know. He's he's literally one of the funniest people I've ever met. He's constantly posting memes, even in private, of his own making that he's just not even sharing with the world. It's great. But that was really key to Junkyard Dog's success, I think. You know, humor is really vital to connecting with people. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, – We've really tried to do that with our art style and uh, what we're doing. And yes, and there's a bunch of other members, you know, uh, Yoshiko uh, Agrera, she's uh, an expert in PR and, you know, she's got a professional background doing that. Uh, Gravy, he does a lot of the numbers, the rarities, you know, the Excel sheets, uh, keeping track of the finances, stuff like that. Um, Yeah, and we recently brought... Yeah, we recently brought uh, Sir Goodboy, aka Alex, onto the team, and uh, he is an incredible marketing director with a you know a vast knowledge uh, professionally of the of the area. Uh, he works for well, I don't want to say who he used to work for, but he used to work he works for used to work for a, a really big uh, you know national multinational corporation. And uh, anyway, we're in really great hands. I've been I've never been more excited for the project than I am right now. Nice. So thanks for having us, man. Yeah, yeah, it's great to have you guys here. And for everybody that's jumping into the chat, if you type JUNKYARD in all caps on Twitch, you'll enter in for a giveaway. And we're going to give away two dogs at the end of the stream here. So enter in JUNKYARD in all caps. Be subscribed on Twitch. You get a two times more likely chance to win if you enter in JUNKYARDS. And you're not going to want to uh, miss these dogs. These dogs are amazing. We're going to walk around the metaverse in a little bit uh, to show you guys some of the artwork because it's sick that they have uh, that they have set up all over here. So now that we know a little bit about the backstory, let's dive into how many there are. Uh, I'm always interested in like the tokenomics of all this stuff. So how how many did you guys create? How much was it to mint? And how was the the launch for you guys? Okay, so. There's 8,008 dogs. Uh, why did we settle, settle on 8,008? Oh, geez, we could talk for this for a really long time, or we could make it short and sweet. You know what I mean? The, I guess the, the fact of the matter is 8,008 looks like a bone. 
and it also spells <laughs> and we thought that that was cool and it was unique you know we didn't want to do another 10,000 uh, we didn't want it to be too small too large so we thought 8,008 was a was a cool number to settle on and that's basically the short of it um, they sold for 0 0.08 at time of minting and what can I say uh, we had some hiccups on launch some delays we weren't able to make our initial uh, launch day uh, let me so Basically, if you're not familiar, all of the junkyard dogs are fully animated, uh, and animating is hard. Basically, you know, it's like 55 frames in, in that little GIF, and uh, they have arms. Most of the other profile picture projects don't have arms, and it's because arms are really hard to do, let alone animated. And so we weren't able to hit our initial target. You know, we thought we were going to be able to. It came down to the wire, but at the end of the day, uh, the product wasn't ready. Mm hmm. I guess unusually so, that ended up being in our favor because our Discord like doubled uh, between that time and launch time. And when we finally did launch, you know, we sold out in less than 10 minutes. And yeah, wow. it was an overwhelming success. You know, I couldn't have asked for anything more than, than what happened. So, and yeah, thank you. That's, that's awesome. And I love that it, you chose 8008 because it looks like a bone. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. And that's kind of a good segue into uh, what are the junkyard bones? I think that's uh, uh, something I saw on the website. I did a little research, asked people in the community, and I'm just curious, you know, what are, what are the junkyard bones and, and how are you guys seeing these are going to be used? Okay, so junkyard bones, there's a lot of speculation about it. Uh, I want to I clear it up here right now on the air, everybody all together. <laughs> junkyard bones are cool. But they were never intended to be a, a, an ultra premium item with a with a huge you know price discrepancy with the original collection. Okay, and so their utility and benefits are are cool and great. But I, I definitely don't want anybody taking out a mortgage to buy you know white bones or golden bones. I don't. I, it's not worth it to me. Uh, so let me tell you what the bones do do. First of all, anybody with a white bone is somebody who bought one of the original. Uh, first 888 dogs okay so we had a fair community launch and the first dogs it was it was basically one per transaction so people could only get one dog at a time it was our attempt at you know trying to make things fair uh, the whole that whole thing is complicated right but at the end of the day it was one per person and the first 888 got one of these uh, white bones the white bone was supposed to give you access to the game which is on our website right now. It's live. It is a really cool, we call it Cat Invaders. Uh, a very good friend of mine, IRL, he made the whole thing himself uh, based off of a very well-known game, but all the assets and everything that was all made in-house. And you can connect your Junkyard Dog, your wallet, and use your JYD avatar as the pilot of the ship that is like fighting <laughs> the Cat Invaders. So, um, so that's pretty cool. So the Bone offered access to that. Uh, there's also going to occasionally be, you know, some some merch you know that'll be available to bone holders only although that hasn't come to fruition yet i'm very sorry to everybody about that uh, it should have been merch should have been here a long time ago honestly it's, but uh, things happen sometimes uh and then lastly bones also get one scrap per week uh which is the same scrap benefit as a dog so having a bone uh gives you the same scrap benefit as having a dog which is actually pretty powerful but i i wouldn't say that makes them worth more than a dog if you know what i'm saying yeah. And then there's also the golden bones. The golden bones were 
given out to people uh, early on as contest winners, as giveaways, as prizes. Uh, occasionally, one or two may have given been given to a, an advisor to the project or somebody who we felt was very influential in helping us get our name out. But there was only ever 30 bones created, and I would say that probably half of those still remain with the team. Um, and a golden bone, if you didn't use it to redeem for a dog, uh, has the ability to give you three scrap per week. And so that's kind of cool. But uh, besides that, there's not a ton of other utility planned for the golden bone. So thanks for asking about that. Yeah, yeah, and that's a great segue into what is scrap and, and how does yeah, it work? <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, that's a really great question, man. I, Shame on me for talking about something without explaining it, right? <laughs> hey, that's so a good segue. I say, yeah, I would say that the scrap is the keystone of the junkyard dog system. You know, I am really passionate about innovating in this space, and there's a lot of sameness in ideas, and, you know, it's cool. You, you can copy what works, and, you know, we discard what doesn't. But basically, scrap is the junkyard dog holder's reward system. Okay, imagine the junkyard dogs live in this vast junkyard. Even here, you know, we're here in the sandbox. Someday we're going to be in the junkyard. Okay, and uh, scrap is the token of creation. Scrap is an NFT that gets airdropped to every junkyard dog holder once a week on Scrapper Day, aka Saturday. Uh, we <laughs> drop it on the Matic network so that the gas fees are really low for the team. Cool. Um, these Matic NFTs, aka Scrap. Uh, can then be combined together to make higher levels of scrap. Uh, they can be used to purchase blueprints for the K9000. The K9000 is kind of the ultimate uh, goal of the crafting experience that we're, we're creating here. So yeah, you get the scrap, you combine them in the furnace. Uh, if you go to our website, junkyarddogs.io, you can find the furnace in one of the tabs uh, along with the merchant. And um, yeah, it's like we're, we're, we're building a crafting, like a building game. You know, and so what we're doing this week is, uh, or this month, we are releasing the Pumpkin Pass, which is the way to get a Halloween Junkyard Pup. Uh, it's basically a mini collection. There's going to be 5,000 available to be crafted by scrap. Um, if you, it, it costs five scrap to create a, a Pumpkin Pass. And uh, there's, I think, 28 costumes, uh, 15 furs, uh, a number of different backgrounds anyway they're all going to be unique it's a mini generative project you know they're all animated the costumes draw from a lot of pop culture references i think they're amazingly cute they're amazingly cool and uh yeah the only way you, you can where one of the best ways to get one is through scrap and then only a very small amount a thousand of them will be for sale at point uh, zero six uh from our website as well but any dog holder who had a dog from the very beginning and did not list it has enough scrap to make their own pumpkin pass. So we're not we're not twisting any dog holders' arms. You know this is this is for them. This is our way of rewarding them. And uh, if you want a pumpkin pass, then you'll have to either buy one off of OpenSea from a dog holder. You can buy some scrap from them and uh, and mint or you know forge one yourself. Um, it's important to know that uh, at the time of you know creating the pup, it will be on the Ethereum network. Okay, and so at that moment, you will actually have to pay Ethereum gas fees. But the, uh, the minting period is, is very open and, you know, you can find the best time that works for you as far as gas fees goes, uh, as long as you have the pass. But, uh, yeah, the Junkyard Pups is just the beginning. The K9000 is, is just the end that we can see. Uh, there's going to be so many other opportunities to craft 
uh, limited run NFTs. Our team has a lot of artistic power in-house um, and things that we're making as far as video, as far as comic, as far as, you know, uh, animated shorts and whatnot. And so all of these things are going to be released in small runs, you know, uh, as scrap craftables. And yeah, it's, it's, it's cool, man. I, I really like it a lot. I, I'm going to be give credit where credit's due. Uh, the, I think the design is loosely based off of like Diablo two, you know, the horror cube, you throw your stuff in there, you refine it and you have something new. Um, and, and that's kind of fun. And so it's, it's going to be an ever revolving cast of uh, things you can do with your scrap. And, um, all about choices you know do you are you saving for the k9000 are you using all of your scrap for the pumpkin passes are you going to hold for whatever comes out next you know that's up, that's that's up to every individual dog holder which nice. i think is cool because you know most projects they're just these days hey here's an airdrop of this new collection and sometimes it works sometimes it leads to just uh, a, an extra collection that's doing nothing but i mean when you give people that choice i think it makes it kind of like a game because like you said you're saving for this or do you want to go with that and especially knowing that now that there's been a holiday event okay well when's the next holiday event is it gonna be thanksgiving is it christmas do you want it so i think that's really cool that's a that's really unique yeah, yeah thank you man we've uh, we've spent a lot of time you know thinking about it working on it and a lot of uh, you know development just going into making the system work on the you know with smart contracts and uh the cross-chain compatibility and all that so thank you man yeah and, and uh in terms of the furnace and game room let's talk a little bit about that i think you know we could talk forever about polygon gas fees and all that stuff but i'm curious how you guys came up with the concept of furnace and, and game room uh you know I don't, I don't know who originally came up with the idea. I don't want to say it was any one person, but, um, you know, the, the dogs live in the junkyard. Why would dogs live in the junkyard? Because, uh, there's like cool things everywhere. Right. And that was kind of where the idea of scrap came. And then if you see in the original concept art, uh, and what's on our, on our website, you know, there's that kind of central building that's glowing, you know, and I, I, I do believe that that, that is the furnace. And it's kind of the centerpiece to the dogs and um yeah it you know it fits thematically that the dogs would be builders and crafters and uh you know the, the game room well yeah what dogs don't like games you know and <laughs> we originally uh when the idea came up that was that was one of the things that um made it a project attractive and we wanted to have a fully functioning game and eventually a, an arcade suite that was connected to the blockchain via, you know, high scores and also being able to reward the top scores weekly uh, with scrap. So, you know, we are not building this really complex, you know, Skyrim-esque game with junkyard dogs. You know, we're not a AAA gaming development company. I think that's outside of our scope. But uh, I think what we can do is, or what we did is, is create a really fun, uh, version of something that's already popular and i think we, we will continue to expand that roster of games eventually right on right on and i'm curious about breeding i know i think we may have touched on it but let's talk about breeding i think a lot of nft projects have really done a great job of breeding and i'm curious to hear how you guys are thinking about that i know to create the avatars themselves that are going to be here in the sandbox i think that breeding is, is going to be part of that right yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, thanks for asking. So, yeah, I mean, 
when you talk about breeding, uh, what results of that is only as valuable as its utility or as the way it fits into the system. And so uh, when we thought about breeding for our dogs, we wanted it to be different and usable. So um, any two dogs will be able to breed to create a 3D voxel avatar of a junkyard dog. Uh, we are currently working on you know, custom-made dog avatars to run around in the sandbox. Uh, we are working on the traits that can carry over. The, what we've envisioned is, you know, a possibly random, possibly chosen. That's not quite clear yet. But uh, a, a combination of the two parent traits will result in a, you know, 3D voxel avatar. Um, if you have two dogs, you'll be able to get one for free. Uh, otherwise, there will be a certain amount for sale uh, when that product is finally, you know, developed and released. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, with the sandbox, there's all kinds of amazing possibilities, you know, as far as fur colors and, and traits and, and textures and stuff like that. But there's also a lot of stuff that won't translate perfectly well, just given the limitations of the voxel, you know, architecture. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, that's still a work in progress, but the I've seen the base avatars already and, and they look really cool. So uh, it's, it's well on its way as far as progress goes. Cool, cool, cool. And for everybody tuning in right now, if you type in Junkyard on Twitch, you get a chance to win a dog at the end of this. Just tweeted that out. And everybody that's just joining, we're also doing a scavenger hunt. So across the metaverse here in the Sandstorm headquarters, we've placed four bones. They're hidden secretly in very high, high highly confidential areas. <laughs> I don't even know where they all are, but there's four of them. So if you guys go around the Sandstorm headquarters right now, screenshot the four bones, tag Junkyard Dogs, and tag Sandstorm on Twitter, proving that you found them in the screenshot. Our man Slaterade here will be the guy who you're gonna be in contact with, and you will be able to win a dog, which is a big deal because you just heard it. Chef Dizzy said you can breed these dogs and create a voxel character so that is the current plan for the scavenger hunt so go run around now <laughs> and find your bones i'm running i'm running i'm running <laughs> i want to look for him too <laughs> and just remember yeah, so i mean junk your... you go right ahead go ahead sir i'm sorry just give us a screenshot of that tag junkyard dogs on twitter tag sandstorm with the screenshots of the four bones, and you have a chance to win one of these crispy dogs. These things are amazing looking. <laughs> and go ahead, Chef Dizzy. Yeah, sure. I just wanted to say, you know, uh, Junkyard Dogs is the NFT that will keep on giving to you. You know, we are the building NFT, the crafting NFT. Uh, if you have a dog, you can look forward to, you know, all kinds of things in the future as far as that system goes and uh like i said all our finished products will be on the ethereum ecosystem uh the crafting is done on matic for the gas but you know I, I feel like we've all we can all agree or i don't know maybe there's some room for debate here but uh nfts of real value are found on the ethereum system so we wanted to make sure that we weren't creating anything of you know bloat or it's, it's which, not desirable, you know. Mm -hmm. Which yeah, I, I agree with that. That is, you know, some projects 
they think of it as a death sentence to, to get on Polygon or Matic. Uh, but the way you guys are doing it is really smart because it would cost you guys a lot to drop scrap on Ethereum. But the way that you like drop it on Polygon, you can uh, do your crafting and then have your final product be on Ethereum. That's that's a really brilliant way to do it, honestly. Mm-hmm. That is yeah, very for, smart. for people who are who are listening and, and may not be aware, um, at, at one point we were considering an airdrop uh, to all the dog holders, and I and I think it was you know fifty or sixty thousand dollars to drop something on Ethereum to wow. you know, to to, f- to eight thousand. Well, I, I guess it was probably more like thirty three hundred uh, wallets at one time. So yeah, it's just it's really costly. They're going to have to figure that out uh, with layer two solutions, I, which I totally believe that they will. It, Ethereum's here to stay; it's not going anywhere. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's talk about uh, some collabs. I know, obviously, we're doing a collab right now, but in terms of who you guys are, are collaborating with, that's part of the magic of this space. Is everybody's open to working together? Kind of all boats rise. But what are you guys? Uh, what are you guys collaborating on? Uh, we have a couple things in the works. Some things I can talk about. Some <laughs> things I can't. Uh, one really exciting thing. You know how that goes. One really exciting thing that I I'd, li- I'd love to promote right now is that we're going to be having an art slam. Uh, I believe the first week of November so so it's coming up right around the corner and uh, during our art slam we will be promoting several artists uh, their works and we have a couple of collaborative pieces coming out there uh, I can tell you about two of those artists right now one of them is chemical Messiah uh, and he is a you know a pop surrealist artist out of Philadelphia actually I haven't met I, I'm also located in Philadelphia which is why I mentioned it uh, so I plan on meeting up with him in person sometime he's a really cool guy uh, you guys should check him out that's chemical Messiah um, and another guy that we're doing a collab with his name is Jawdane 3d now Jawdane is a wonderful uh, 3d digital artist who I met after he did a drop on nifty gateway with primal cipher via nft art com cool. uh, I'm, I'm like personally I love NFTs, I love the PFPs, but I, I'm also way more uh, preferential to the fine art side. And so uh, I, I bought one of his pieces off of Nifty Gateway. I reached out to him on Instagram months and months ago, and uh, we kind of just struck up a relationship. And uh, yeah, I've seen the 3D dog that this guy has made, and it's just absolutely out of this world. Uh, so if you look up Jawdane 3D, you will see the. Uh, you know the level of realism, the the lighting, the the texture, the detail that he brings to his pieces, and so yeah, that's going to be really cool. Nice. And uh, you know, just to anybody who's listening, you know, Junkyard Dogs is always open to collab with. Yeah, we, I mean, we're taking applications. You know, uh, we're interested in seeing yeah. interesting solutions and interesting things that can be done that aren't just uh, like mutual giveaways. Uh, yeah. Mutual giveaways are fun, but it, it's not really breaking the mold, and we're certainly looking for something a little bit more uh, pizzazzy than that. So, yeah, yeah. Please yeah. reach out to us. For sure. And everybody jumping on right now, we have 57 entries into the giveaway already. But if you type in JUNKYARD in all caps on the stream on Twitch, you can enter in for a chance to win two of these, or each person will win one, but we're giving away two of these dogs. <laughs> made sure to clear clear that up right <laughs> so each person will win one we're going to give away two on the stream and definitely slap that junkyard dog in there in the chat and subscribers on twitch have a two times more likely chance to win and 57 people have already joined 
the the giveaway, which is awesome. That's super cool. Cool. Uh, I just want to mention, actually, right now, my, my team is is just flaming me in the DMs. The Art Slam <laughs> is in late November. Okay, so I, I miss I misspoke on that. The Art Slam is in late November, not the beginning of November, uh, and also. I think this is a really great time to tell everybody uh, if you're interested in junkyard dogs, if, if what we've been talking about is really intriguing to you, uh, we'd like to run a promotion right now. So the next 50 dogs that get bought off of OpenSea, we will be giving those people uh, an additional two scrap to start their collection, to start oh. their crafting journey. Oh, right. um, and I think those people will also be entered into a special raffle for these junkyard uh, Halloween pup passes. And so, yeah, that's a promo just for the next 50 people who, who buy one off of OpenSea. They could be current holders or, or new holders. Um, one thing I really like about Junkyard Dogs is that uh, it's still a very affordable entry price for, for new people who are trying to join the NFT community. Uh, our community is really open and welcoming. It's, it's a, great person, a great place for a person who is just trying to get their feet wet with NFTs uh, and looking for a deeper experience. You know, it can be really overwhelming when you're entering the space. Uh, you know, you don't know, you don't even know where to start. And, uh, you know, JYD has just been an amazing landing pad for all kinds of people. Uh, yeah, so. Nice, nice. So you guys heard it here. Chef Dizzy's doing a promo. Go get a dog. Go get one of these dogs. Super affordable too. Way underrated. Yeah. Way underpriced right now. So yeah, you know we we haven't we haven't. Look, man. Everybody wants their their project to go to one ETH, right? But I think <laughs> I think uh, worse. Sometimes success can be detrimental, and it would have been terrible to go to one ETH and then and then fall back down to like you know point one or point two. So. You know, we have we have stayed right around mid price almost since our inception. Uh, we did have some ups and downs, but uh, you know, our, our value has maintained really strong right there, and I, I I appreciate that about the project. You know, we've we've maintained a an affordable entry point, and we haven't really dipped much lower than that. So um, you know, it's been very consistent. And as things start to ramp out, as people start to understand the value of scrap and uh, everything that can be done with it. Uh, and, you know, we have all kinds of marketing initiatives going on right now. I think, I, anyway, I, I have never been more excited for the JYD project and, and what we're doing and developing. Our team is so large uh, as far as, you know, developers and art teams and all that goes. Uh, it's, it's, it's really amazing working with all these people. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing about kind of this, like these kind of projects where like, you know, they kind of stay around the same price, but it's, it's pretty clear that if you, look at what you guys are doing if you pay attention to the community like there's a lot going on and there's a lot being constantly released so i appreciate that kind of thing because while you know some people care about floor other people don't i'm the kind of person where if the project is releasing things the dev team is always active it's clearly going places people are going to eventually notice because things are going to just keep releasing over time and eventually people are going to say okay this is this is a project that's clearly going places because they're always building something new and i just sitting on their laurels and not just doing a giveaway and calling it a day. So, I mean, that, yeah, I, I would say like, it's kind of a two way street. Like it's appreciated from the community too. Cause it shows that you guys are really dedicated to building out a project and not just raising a floor. Yeah. yeah, man. I mean, look, when we're talking about the way NFTs are priced, uh, this is all asset speculation. You know, there's, it's, it's intensely speculative. And so you have to be wary of a project that moons, 
right after the drop because they haven't even had an opportunity to build anything. Yep. You know, when somebody launches a, a collection of 8,000 or 10,000, you know, it, they're asking you to fund th their dream, whatever it is they're going to do with that money. And if you're not careful, you know, their dream is just to fill their pockets. You know, we're trying to build something, something deeper, but it doesn't happen overnight. You know, you have to, you have to hire the right people. You have to, you know, uh, start processes that, that cost quite a bit of resources. You know, our, our, our monthly salary is really high and, and none of the, none of the original team members are even drawing a salary. This is all just, you know, developers, artists, and uh, our marketing team. So, you know, yeah. I, it's been a really amazing experience for me. I, I never thought I would be here. I, I'm a chef. I, I've just cooked my whole life. Okay, I've cooked, and I've also been kind of a crazy dreamer, a visionary, like like always looking for uh, opportunity, right? And so that's that's what uh, attracted me to cryptocurrency early on in, in 2017. But you know, I, I never I never imagined that I would be the spokesperson for thousands of people. You know, for, mm -hmm. for all the dog holders, I never thought that, you know, we would be able to build something so big uh, and, and lasting. And so I, I, I have to tell you guys, I, I feel like I'm living my dream right now nice. with Junkyard Dogs. And so, you know, uh, congratulations. Yeah, man, it's, yeah, it's been real. really great. It's been really great. And I know a lot of the team members feel the same way. Uh, I'm also busier than I've ever been before, too, at the same time. You know, <laughs> before, before we went live, we were talking about video games and playing video games. And, you know, even before, you know, when I first went down the rabbit hole of NFTs, I, I, I my gaming dropped dramatically. But, you know, now more than ever, I, I, I don't even think about them, you know. So I'm, I'm actually having a lot of fun jumping around here in Sandbox right now. But uh, we're all we're all working like madmen, but it's a passion project. So it, it doesn't really even feel like work all the time. It's it's fun. It's exhilarating. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of people are finding themselves in that. Like me personally too. Like it's funny. <laughs> before this stream, I actually just had a little going away party at the job that I just quit because. I'm doing this full time, but it's like you said, it it gives you opportunities that you think you wouldn't ever have, and it's such a changing quick space that like there's a lot of opportunities out there if you know how to leverage your skill set. So I mean mm -hmm. that that is what it's about, and, and there's a lot of factors going into it right now. You know, like we're talking what, what's the term the the great quit quitting or whatever because of everyone leaving their jobs because they're just unhappy because of COVID and they want to try something new. And hey, man, there's this going on right now, and it's a burgeoning thing so like if you can why why not take your chance so i think dude that's amazing like yeah. I, I i wish more people would take that opportunity uh i'm sorry fellas may, may i ask you like uh, do you think would you say that the, the majority of our audience is already familiar with nfts and and this whole ecosystem and what's going on here uh yeah i think the the majority understand uh what it is in terms of the sandbox a lot of people that are tuning in this is probably the first time they've seen this experience um, within the, the sand, sandbox with NFTs on the walls. <laughs> I, th I think that's that's probably the first, but did you want a chance to walk them through what what the junkyard NFTs um, or NFTs at large? Is that what you wanted to discuss? Yeah, you know, I just, uh, for anybody who just doesn't really understand, but I, I guess most people do, um, I'm gonna say it for posterity's sake. Yeah. NFTs are allowing creators to directly sell their 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 work you know uh and, and and we see a lot of this happening in art but it's also happening in games 
It's also happening in, in DeFi. You know, um, what tokenization is doing is allowing people to directly value their efforts on the blockchain to a market that provides liquidity. That's another piece of the equation that a lot of people don't see, that, that we're, we're, the market is there. If I have a piece of artwork on my wall, you know, I, I don't know how to sell it. I wouldn't even know what to do with it, right? Even if it was like a Monet, like what do I do with that, you know? Uh, but but here the, the market's there and you can find your, you know, after some price discovery, it, it, your creation can find its its value. And I, and I want people to know that it's not just limited to creators as well. You know, um, that people are making money trading, although that's not my strong suit, I'm going to admit. I, I, I should do the opposite of what I always think because that's really uh, <laughs> where I stand with that. But, um, you know, you can also be somebody who's involved with community creation, you know, like like the like the boys over here at Sandstorm are doing, you know, they're trying to create something really amazing, this amazing meetup where, you know, people can get together. This will be the social hub, you know, uh, where people are networking and getting to know and crossing over. And so I really appreciate their, their vision and foresight here. But there's a lot of ways to make your mark in NFTs. And that is what I'm trying to get across. It's not mm -hmm. just the artists, but... You know, find find your niche, find what you're good in, and figure out how to translate that into you know some, one of these projects here, and, and and find somebody you can join with. Because right now there is an amazing opportunity to make your dreams come true. I really believe that if you have the uh, panache and the and the and the debonair to to go for it. So um, panache, yeah. I like that word. Yeah. That's all yeah, about. That, I mean, <laughs> I don't, yeah, yeah. I think we have all. We've all just turned NFTs and crypto into our full-time job. So if we can do it, I think everyone else can as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> if I can do it, anyone can, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think I'd like to talk about the sandbox itself and what you guys are working on there. We talked about the breeding in order to get the 3D voxel. Um, I think we touched on the junkyard. But could you share any additional details in terms of what you guys have planned for people like that have multiple dogs that are going to breed these things? Uh, yeah, so basically we are premium land partners with Sandbox. Uh, we have already paid for our premium plot of land. Uh, we are well on our way in figuring out where that is going to be. It is a six by six uh, premium location and we are not going to be in this next land sale with Snoop Dogg. We will be in one of the following ones. But uh, we have already started working on the architecture and the avatars, like we said. Um, I believe Avi is the name of our uh, Voxel architect, mm -hmm. and he is uh, a really well-renowned architect in this space. He's worked with a lot of projects, and I, I feel really good in his hands. Um, we are trying to create the junkyard in the sandbox, and there are some... You know, concept art, there's the banner. So all of the Junkyard Dog holders got airdropped the, the JYD banner. And that was a really amazing piece of concept art that kind of depicts the Junkyard. You know, on our website, you have some, you know, essential themes going on. You have the furnace, you have the airplane, uh, you have these scrap canyons and stuff like that. And we're trying to create this uh, really fun interactive hub where uh, people can meet just like here at, you know, at Sandstorm. Uh, we'd like to have you know, scavenger hunts and, and gamify the area as well. 
Although, you know, in case you guys didn't know there at home, you know, gamifying the sandbox, you know, requires a full game developer to do that. Um, and so, you know, we, we're still working on that side of things, but the actual, you know, design and layout of the junkyard is well underway. I've actually seen some, some really cool progress shots uh, earlier this week. Uh, yeah. Cool. Very cool. So if you guys are tuning in now, let's get some questions going in the community. I have a couple of them already that people have sent. But I know the Buffesser, he's also streaming. So people that are coming from that community, definitely drop some questions for Chef Dizzy. I love having community questions uh, going. It's definitely a quality. So I wanted to touch on what inspires you right now. You've mentioned high-level NFTs, you know, what, what, you're, what you're excited about giving artists like true ownership and the ability to have this liquid market uh, for, their, for their abilities. But you personally, you know, what gets you psyched in the morning in terms of projects wise? What are you watching outside of, of Junkyard Dogs? Well, I'm going to be honest, this might sound narcissistic, but I'm not paying too much attention to what's happening with outside <laughs> projects because I'm just involved in so many things of my own. Uh, what gets me jazzed every morning when I wake up is, you know, before NFTs, before the Web 3.0, you know, almost every idea, anything that you could think of, somebody else had probably already thought of it or, or, or some variation of that. And what the Web 3.0 ecosystem is allowing us to do is create a brand new set of interactions uh, when it comes to between creators and community uh, with each other, with organization, you know, ownership. I, I, I swear to you, I have a $3.5 million idea every day, you know, because there's so much... I, I, I wish I had all the resources to do everything, but there's so much that hasn't been done with NFTs yet that could be. Uh, if you have the ability to dream and imagine uh, what we can do with smart contracts and, and utility, you know, I, a lot of people talk about utility, but I, I feel like they don't, they don't really understand what it means as far as the, the ability to interact. You know, we could have a, we could have a utility where a token could, could see the last thing shot on my camera if I was a photographer, right? Like I could upload the last picture I take every time they could always see that. Utility can be access, you know, to somebody or something as far as time or, or permission or, or the ability to view information or something like that. Utility can be tokenomics. You know, you have this passive income thing going on, which I think is going to get sunk, by the way. But, you know, that's that's an example of utility. So there's so many ways that this can go. Uh, people yeah that that's what excites me man that's what gets me going is is that kind of I, I feel like neo in the matrix right now where like if I can imagine it uh, it, it feels achievable mm -hmm. and I know that because we sold out junkyard dogs like that was a success and so and so based off of that success you know I, I, I feel like so much more is possible and yeah you know it's a good time to be alive yeah for sure for sure. Got some questions from so the community do, here. Oh, go ahead, Buffesser. So I was, I was just wondering your opinion on this. Why do you think the passive income idea will sink eventually? Because right now, every project is coming out with their own token. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about regulation and, and SEC. You know, I, I was a huge believer in passive income tokens in 2017. As a matter of fact, I would say 50% of my total bag I put into tokens that had some kind of you know royalty or passive return 10x pay was a really big one 
But when it came down to it, when the regulatory agencies uh, finally took a closer look and stepped in, all of these projects got shut down. They all got stunk. Um, you know, in the cryptocurrency space, we're kind of uh, operating in the future. Uh, things are happening faster than agencies and laws can catch up. And so on the one hand, you know, it all sounds really good. In, in theory, I'm not against it. Just like when it comes to like me putting my life savings or something like that in those types of projects, I feel like there's so much uncertainty that, uh, and, and not only just uncertainty, but my opinion is that, you know, yeah, the United States is going to look at these as securities. You can't, you cannot promise an income to people. You cannot promise them a return. That that is what makes something a, a security. You know, if I tell you, if you buy this, it will be more valuable in the future. If you buy this, you will receive an income from that. You know, that crosses a line. And so, I want to make it clear to everybody right now that junkyard dog scrap token is not a royalty. It's not passive income. What it is is it's a loyalty reward that you could create something of value with. But that's going to be decided by the market and the people who are participating in that, you know. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I hope that clears up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, it does. It's going to be a super important conversation to have moving forward. Mm -hmm. I mean, oh, yes. like what Fester was saying, like that is the hotness in projects right now is for everyone to have a token, have some kind of pooling or staking. So, I mean, it's, it's super hot. It's super enticing. Yeah. I mean, look, man, I, I would love to do that with JYD. I just... Uh, as a long-term play, I feel like it puts a lot up in the air. And uh, as far as the future of the company goes, you know, we can't until it's more certain. I, I, I wouldn't want to go there with what we're doing, but it's 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 very attractive. And even as a personal person, you know, I, I love the ideas of DAOs. I, shit, man! I, I, if you guys want to put together a DAO right now and buy some punks, some XCOM, some <laughs> you know, some people, you know, we, we'll we'll just buy the best NFT crypto artists that there are. You know, uh, let that sit for five years and retire wealthy men. <laughs> um, I, I like for that completely. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, on a on a private, maybe small, more individual, you know, community level, not not as a uh, as a as an open token sale corporation. You know, I, so. Yeah. Yeah. So we got a question uh, from Please. Benjamin. It says Chef Dizzy, does JYD plan to add any staking or burn <laughs> mechanic down the road? I wonder. Uh, uh, <laughs> So at the moment, no, there will be no staking for the dogs. Uh, however, you can consider the scrap tokens as something that is burned when you use them. You know, they're not. We don't. We don't hold on to them. Uh, they they disappear from circulation. So you know, there is this constant uh, issuing of the NFT token supply, and then and then burning it afterwards when people use it for something. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. All right, so what, what we like to do in kind of the, the fourth quarter of the meetup here is I want to go around and show the actual NFTs in the sandbox. So where is everybody right now? I can see the Buffesser. I can see the Chang. I see you, Slater. Hello, hello. Where are you, Chef Dizzy? Oh, there you are. There you are. Yep. You're standing in the middle there. All right, yep, so all right. let's go to this one first over here, the one with the aviation hat on and the, the deal with its shades. <laughs> glasses beautiful <laughs> so in is there any sort of stories or uh character traits that you could share about when we go through each one of these um i i am gonna make something up for you right now that sounds <laughs> <Okay>. good <laughs> so basically what you have here this junkyard dog he uh he obviously belongs to a group of pilots uh <laughs> and they build their scrap flying contraptions in the junkyard 
um, you know, amongst the ruins of this kind of broken down airplane. They, they like to fly. You know, dogs like to be in cars. They like to fly, too. It's fun and exhilarating. And so, yeah, that's what he spends his time doing in the junkyard. Excellent. Um, All right. Yes. This next one you know, is clearly. The goggles. <laughs> yeah, the deal with the, the goggles. This next one's clearly Slash, right? I mean, clearly not Slash. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, this guy, he, he likes to rock and roll. He's one of those long-haired dogs, uh, but he likes it that way. And uh, every dog's got a bone. This guy, <laughs> he, he's really fun to have at parties. Not Slash. <laughs> not Slash. <laughs> and then the two under the uh, the Sandstorm highlighted sign there. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, so this guy, uh, the lion costume is one of my favorites. One thing I, I just want you guys to know is that the artist... Uh, behind all this, he loves the dogs, and you know the costume is purely from the wellspring of his imagination. As soon as he started drawing junkyard dogs, he started drawing junkyard dogs and all these funny little costumes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so this junkyard dog, actually, he was outside of the junkyard one day, and he and a lion attacked him, and he killed it, and <laughs> turned it into a costume to, to warn his enemies. You know, it's it's, it's hard out here. But not a lazy lion. That's certainly not. Yeah, we are friends with them. We love, we love all the lazy lions. This was an aggressive, uh, hyperactive, overworking lion. A non-lazy <laughs> lion. Yeah, I got exactly. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh, uh, yes, this bad bitch right here. Uh, this is actually Sarah Connor's dog. Okay, and uh, she was there during the whole Terminator thing. Nobody knows, but she was there right alongside Sarah Connor's. And when the atomic bombs went off, you know, the mutations hit her in just a particularly badass way, uh, <laughs> piercings and all, and this this girl takes no shit from anybody. So. <laughs> all right. And the last one over here, I think it's all the way over. Everybody follow the leader over here with Chef Dizzy. All right. Yeah, this guy, he's a cool cat, you know. He's a, he's a corner bookie. He's always taking... Uh, taking whatever bets you have on anything uh, so <laughs> it's cool all right so we're walking around we're looking at all the different types of dogs there's even more variety than this uh, I want you guys to think of junkyard dogs the junkyard verse is kind of like the Simpsons meets Sin City meets Adult Swim you know we have it all we have the high tech we have the fantasy with the Medusa hairs you know it's this kind of uh, post-apocalyptic uh, you know mutated crazy environment where anything can happen so we have all ki- all kinds of characters from from cab drivers to you know chaotic scientists scientist madmen and uh this guy he's neither of those things he's just a cool dude <laughs> hanging out on the street corner taking your bets um so yeah <laughs> and i want to say there are some really cool ones because uh the very first one that i tried to throw uh, to get put up was a uh, super saiyan one because uh, those are my personal favorite. Yeah. But we can't do animated uh, frames quite yet. That's why, if you noticed, all the eyes are covered up. Uh, oh, I see. Interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah, so hopefully that changes here soon because, uh, yeah, Super Saiyan 1 was the very first one I had in mind that I wanted to get up because those are those are awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, is, that is definitely a limitation. You know, so just, just so anybody knows, uh, if you do purchase a Chunkyard dog, and I don't. You might even be able to do this if you don't own the dog, but you can go to the properties or, or one of the tabs on OpenSea, and there will be a uh, in, in little blue text. It'll say static or uh, GIF, 
and you can click on either one to get like a static version uh, if you, if the if the GIF thing is giving you a hard time. Got it. So that is good to know. Yeah, <laughs> lesson <laughs> learned. <laughs> Sorry about that, fellas. I wish I had told you before. <laughs> All right, so in the last little uh, segment here, in about eight minutes left, Slater Aid, we're doing two to, to confirm, yes. right? All right, so everybody that's watching right now, if you haven't already, enter in Junkyard. In. Junkyard, Junkyard, Junkyard. Enter that in, and that will enter you in to win a dog. Um, the Buffesser, you know, your, your community, I know they're watching as well, uh, so definitely be sure to do that on the Sandstorm stream so that we can run this bot. We do it completely randomized with a bot called Moobot, super legit. <laughs> and everybody's uh, everybody's entering in now. It looks like we have 68 entries. All right. That's perfect. We got 68 viewers. So <laughs> yeah. Guys, right. I'm sorry. If I disappeared from the stream, it's because I just found this like underground water river chamber <laughs> here. I thought it was the edge of the map, but actually, I'm like exploring. So, oh, and just wait. I don't know if you noticed. There's uh, stuff under construction, so this place is going to be building up over time. Oh, yeah. Super cool. Yeah, plenty of reason to keep coming back. Yeah, very fun running around. It's under construction right now. So. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what that is. Yeah, I wonder I what that could be. I just found a bone. I bet you nobody finds this bone. Oh, boy. There's some really well-hidden ones there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's run this first uh, this first giveaway. You're getting lots of love in the chat, uh, Chef Dizzy. Oh, great. Thank you so much. Thank lots you so much. I don't, I don't even see the chat, up, but uh, thank you. All right, guys. Let's run this first one. Everybody tuning in now, we're giving away one, the first Junkyard Dog NFT. So the first winner is uh, Luigi Manya Man. Luigi Manya Man. I'm going to drop that in the chat. I hope that's like, Lu Luigi, can you say, is that like Manya? Yeah, <laughs> like Maniacho. Like, like that's what my first, my first boss uh, he was Italian. He was Sicilian. I worked in pizzerias for far too long when I was a kid. But he used to call me Mania, so that's kind of cool. I'm nice. glad you won that dog. <laughs> nice. Congrats, Luigi Mania. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And if anybody has any questions for Chef Dizzy while we're doing this uh, giveaway, definitely drop those in the chat and enter in Junkyard. Also, the the scavenger hunt is active i think uh chef dizzy may or may not have leaked one when he was looking around <laughs> <laughs> and uh we're gonna be announcing one more giveaway that's just a retweet kind of contest on our twitter so that's gonna go up not long after the stream so keep an eye out for that one too yep and luigi be sure to shoot us a dm on twitter anybody that wins shoot us a dm on twitter and we will confirm and then you will get your prize let's draw number two I'm not going to go over two, I'm not going to do three, I'm going to do two this stream. <laughs> All right, ready, drum roll, and we have Cody Zine. Actually, Cody Zine has been in the community a couple of times. Congrats, man, that is big. Yeah. Cody Zine, congratulations, Congrats, Cody. man. Congrats, man. You guys both got yourself a, a junkyard dog. You're going to be able to breed and get into the metaverse here once the junkyard is out. And we've had 70 entrants into the giveaway and there's, I, th I think I'm showing 74 viewers concurrent right now. So that's a crazy oh, awesome. amount of people uh, out of the amount of viewers here. 
to the listeners and to the winners, I just want to invite you to the Discord. Make sure you guys pop into the Discord and uh, and verify your dog once it's in your wallet, so you can come into the locked channels and meet the rest of the pack. Yes, and, and that's that's in general too. Like anytime you're getting in a project, that's always a good idea to just keep on top of what's going on, meet people that have the same interests as you. Like definitely, definitely join the junkyard Discord. It's a good place. It is a healthy, a healthy place, a healthy community <laughs> of, of 8,008 uh, <laughs> holders. Oh, it's more than that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that. Uh, I love that that's why you guys chose it is because it looks like a, a bone. That's fantastic. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's a wrap up uh, in terms of this sandstorm. Be sure to tune in for the giveaways on Twitter. Slaterade is going to be redeeming those. And uh, be sure to tag and find those bones. Four bones, four of them, all around the HQ. And tag Junkyard Dogs and tag Sandstorm on Twitter. Um, and that is a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in. Subscribe on Twitch. Join the Junkyard Dogs Discord. Join the Sandstorm Discord. And that is it. Thank you for coming on, Chef Dizzy. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us, guys. We'll catch you later. Thank you, man. Yeah. Everybody.